Get a 16 together Yo Yo You Soon Hello How y'all doing My name is 4KJ This is the For the Stress Podcast Welcome back Frank and Wolf Studios Good brother Frank is here Hi Um Shit man Again What a fucking week You know what I've realized that this is the last episode of 2017. Boom! We made it. Making a history books. Oh, does this count as an anniversary? No. No. It, no. Not at all. We're still fresh in the game. Yeah. It's a friendish game. But anyway, you know, follow us on everything. IG. Follow me on Twitter. Follow the show on, face, on Facebook. Facebook. Words, words, words. Follow the Frank and Wolf show. Uh, follow a celestial goddess. You know, I'm wearing one of her bracelets right now. I'm oh, feeling shit. very. That's why you shining. Yeah, I'm feeling very like good. I'm feeling energized. My chakras are online. Like I feel good. You know, mm. the the mercury and shit. The mercury shit is over. So you know, I guess we back to feeling normal. It's not drinking Gatorade. No anymore. more Gatorade. You know, back to regular tea and water. And, you know, healthy shit. Mm-hmm. But um, those are the church announcements. Uh. Before we really get into it, though, on a super serious note, um, rest in peace to Combat Jack. Oh, yeah. So if you don't know, co-founder of the Loudspeaker Network, Reggie Osei, uh, also known as Combat Jack, um, he's a pioneer in hip hop podcasting. Um, he passed away earlier this week due to colon cancer. Um, so prayers to him and his family. You know, I think he was forty-eight. Mm. So you know, shit is kind of, you know, you know, you know, men of color, man. We R.I.P. Man, yeah, we reached them forties, man, and shit start getting tricky for us, you know. But you know, Combat Jack is, you know, I really don't get, I really don't care too much about like celebrity deaths or too much like that. Like I think the only people that I kind of felt the way when they passed was Michael Jackson, Prince, and now combat jack mm-hmm. and, con- and i felt i really felt the way about combat jack because he was the one of the first pardon me the one of the first influence i had in podcasting like i started listening to the combat jack show back in maybe 06 07 mm. when it was known as radio on itunes it wasn't even podcasting wasn't even yet. podcasting like i remember um it popped up on iTunes as radio and I typed in hip hop and the Combat Jack show popped up it was the very first result and I'm just like what the fuck is this but I saw <laughs> Just Blaze name on there and um, I've been a listener ever since you know Combat paved the way for a lot of people in the ind- in the podcasting industry because a lot of us didn't know what a podcast was and he just showed the way so just you know, I just want to take this time to um, salute Combat Jack man that kind of fucked me up earlier this week you know that's so salute to him you know black men latino men men of color just go to the doctor man shit is, shit, shit is out here killing us man go to the doctor hey mr mccarthy what i'm going to be performing is called a prostate exam all 
right. So, I guess let let's get into it. Did you see the Did you see the UFO? Oh, UFO. Nah, I ain't seen no UFO. Last night. Well, it's not really a UFO. Okay. I think it's called Earth X or something or Space X, whatever Elon Musk's company is. Mm. They launched a rocket into space the other day, mm. and you know when it was going into orbit, it made this weird image in the sky, and people thought it was a UFO. Oh. So probably started losing their shit. Yeah, people was losing their shit. They were saying people was calling 911. And I was like, first of all, what is the what are the cops gonna do? Yeah, word. They're gonna pull out their space gun. Right. So they they're not doing anything if the aliens decide to um They're like, hold on, we got you. Right. So they so they're not doing shit. Thanks for calling. They're not doing shit, bro. Okay, so just Consider that a warning. Once the aliens decide to reveal themselves to us, the police not doing shit. No. They're going to be hiding underneath shit just no. like the rest of us. They're going to be calling somebody else. Right. So don't even waste your time calling the police. They're not going to do anything. Like, why are you calling me for? But that was funny, though. The internet kind of went nuts over that. But, you know, hopefully the, we need it. The way, the, the, way the, the way this year has been, I think an alien invasion would top this year off perfectly. I think that would be the best. That would be the best tie. The best um, cherry. Round it off. Yeah, there's the best cherry on this shit cake of the year. But um, shout out to the aliens or the rockets or whatever they want to say it is. Stay woke. Stay woke. Anyway, I guess we can get the the major bullshit out of the way. All right, let me break this down real fast. Okay, so Congress passed the tax bill. I don't need anybody's money. It's nice. I'm really rich. Trump signed it into law. The other day, I don't know when it was the other day. Who really cares at this point? But long story short, the gist of it is corporations get a huge tax break. That means, um, I guess, for example, Apple gets 46, 40, between 46 and 48 million dollars back in tax cuts because they need the money, apparently. They broke, so I don't know. I got an iPhone, you got an iPhone. Like, you know what? Hold on. Let's pause for a minute. Did you see this shit about about Apple admitting that they slowed down older iPhone models to get people to buy the newer iPhones? I felt like that always happened. I mean, I think that was a a thing that the general public knew and it was always spoken about. But I think just for Apple to kind of just come out and say, like, yeah, we do this shit. Just like, y'all just a bunch of dirt bags. Just greedy fucking bastards. But anyway... I think you so, fucked yourself if you got the upgrade. I'm, like as soon as they're gonna you did get the, you, they're gonna get you. They're gonna get you. Well, that shit upgraded itself, so they got me. Right. They they're gonna get you. It don't even matter because they're just gonna keep. If you got an older iPhone, they're gonna keep fucking your phone up until you get a new one. That's fucking it is, jerk off. Yeah, it is what it is at this point. We're we're all slaves to Apple. What are you gonna do? But with this tax bill, um, you know, corporations get a huge. They get huge ridiculous size amounts of tax breaks because for whatever reason you know um the gop had a lot of pressure from their donors to pass something you know they try to they try to make it under they try to sell it to the american public under the guise of no this is a this is a tax break for middle class families now the truth is if you make a certain amount of money yearly, like maybe I think between like sixty and eighty thousand dollars, 
you might get a tax break. Now, disclaimer, I'm not sure about these numbers, so don't take my word for it. So because I'm kind of ballparking it right now. But, you know, the middle class, depending on where you fall in this new tax bracket, you might get a tax cut. And that tax cut is, is maybe like an extra thousand dollars in your taxes, maybe. Now, for the rest of us who are broke and just trying to keep our heads above water, we're not gonna get anything really. And if we, and if you do happen to get something, it'll be you won't even notice it. So you know, it's just a, it's basically the tax the, the the GOP tax bill is just basically a transfer of wealth from you know cutting cutting tax break from middle to lower class families giving it to the rich we all knew they was going to do this but you know what can we do you know it's it's the silver lining to this is a lot of the damaging effects of this tax bill won't take place until a couple years from now you know so we have time with winning the elections um we have time to you know win elections get more democrats in there and stop some some of the more harmful parts of this bill so you know just keep keep the pressure on these um republicans because they don't give a shit about us i mean that's like that should be well known at this point but between you know what trump is doing between the republicans straight um negligence of what the american public wants you know they don't they don't care they don't care so i say all that to say you know just kind of focus on what you're doing you know continue to build your community continue to build your own your circle try to create your own success or whatever build your wealth because you know all we got is us man we can't keep waiting for these people because they're not gonna help us right so shout out to us and continue with the shout out to us you know diddy sean puffy combs diddy brother love i don't know what his name is i want him to win like a lifetime or humanitarian award one day you know he last week i told you about the carolina panthers owner you know basically selling the team because of <laughs> casual racism and sexual harassment right so in the midst of that diddy came out and said yo um i want to buy the team right hmm. now i'm with i'm with that you with, with that. that i'm with that all the way mm-hmm. you know um just the diddy owning an nfl team would be fucking fantastic for the culture for just black people that just that would be fire you know that and then it's you know he was so excited about it you know colin kaepernick joined in said he wanted a piece of it you know stephen uh stephen curry said you know he wants to help out to see if he can own a part of the team and everybody was souped up the reality is they're not gonna let diddy get no fucking team bro they're not first of all with these nfl teams because they come from a very exclusive boys club of old white money you have to be of that caliber to even get into that club because to because it to even become an NFL owner, they have to approve you to even purchase an NFL team. So with that information, they're not gonna approve Diddy. There's no way in hell they're gonna, do you think they're gonna let this nigga come in with, okay, give a little, some numbers for y'all, right? The the Carolina Panthers is on sale for like a billion dollars, right? Diddy is worth 
820 million something like that with all his assets and all of that he's worth over a billion right so now so he gotta go all in yeah so he gotta go all in or if you get a par- if you get a partner or get a couple of partners you know they could split it up that way so the money is not a problem these white men are not gonna let Diddy buy a team because that would totally shift the generations of economic advantage that these people have had. You know, you know they. It's like when you dangle a carrot in front of someone's face and just keep moving it every time they get closer. You know, because it's it's the way it's set up now with these NFL teams. It's like before it was you need to have enough money to get in here, right? Now that niggas got enough money now it's no 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 we gotta approve you for you to even get to the next step of even purchasing the team so you know the symbolism of diddy buying the nfl team is dope and it kind of shows on one hand it shows you know we've gotten to a point to where okay we've accured enough black wealth to even discuss buying the nfl team but we still have a long way to go. Well, Jay bought a team, right? He put, he bought a yeah a majority stake in a team. But it's different. But the, but the NBA is different from the NFL because you know the NBA is a little more lenient. The NF, the NBA and the the MLB baseball. I think I said that right. Yeah, they are a little more lenient within you know buying shares of a team. But because the NFL, because the NFL is such a close knit community of old white men with money, yeah, you're not gonna like if unless you're like it's it's it's, it's a super duper boys club. Like you're not gonna get in there unless you're the uh, the son of an owner or the close cousin of. A, you're not they're not letting you in there because they're not gonna they're not gonna let any person of color disrupt their money flow because Diddy already said on Instagram if he even purchases or even if he gets the chance to purchase the team the first thing he's doing is making Colin Colin Kaepernick the quarterback so you already know how that's gonna go but you know the symbolism is dope of it mm-hmm. I mean let's start mm-hmm. some shit that's I'm, what they about right I'm, now. yeah I mean that's that's like we need that and then the reaction to Diddy's announcing or saying that he wants to buy a NFL team has been, what's the word I'm looking for, has been expected. Because a lot of the media is basically giving Diddy the, nigga, shit your ass down. You ain't doing shit. Like, they, like they, they're painting him as this crystal drinking misogynistic idiot rapper oh they think they don't, they don't think he's serious no they don't think he's serious he, at all he ain't given enough hits yet yo it was a dude it was a reporter on espn who black dude by the way who said oh puffy must have been high or drinking a 40 when he said he wanted to buy an nfl team now beloved what's his name i don't know his name i don't care <laughs> but bro why like Come on, man. You really gonna say that? Like he, he's trying. He even if he can't do it, which we know he really can't buy an NFL team. Why would you make a statement like that? That's a defamation. That's definitely like, of character. Yeah, that's like some hating shit. How you, you know? You want some real hating shit? 
But, you know, that's the media. You know, they still, they, they trying to do anything they can to discredit, I guess, black people trying to move forward, trying to progress. But related story, right? So in Memphis, Memphis, uh, Tennessee, there is a, I forgot the name of the park. There's a non, there's a black nonprofit group, right? This, this is all going to tie into Diddy and trying to buy the team. So there's a nonprofit group in Memphis, Tennessee, right? They've been petitioning to get Confederate statues removed from the parks for some time now, maybe like a year, maybe a little over a year, right? The city of Memphis has just been egging them. Just like, no, no, we're not doing it. Just giving them the runaround, right? So the... Damn, I, I wish I remember this brother's name. So the 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 or, the, or, the lead guy is a former lawyer of the nonprofit group. Put together paperwork, got some other black investors. These niggas brought the park. They brought the park legally from the city of Memphis. Mm. Brought the park, removed the statues. Mm. If that's not the most gangster shit mm. that you ever heard. Shout out to that nonprofit group in Memphis. I don't know y'all names right now. I apologize dearly. But shout out to y'all because that's some of the dopest shit ever. <laughs> they told fuck these statues. Right. Man. Like it was just like, oh, okay, y'all not going so we trying to be, we trying to do this thing the correct way, the legal way, and y'all are telling us no. Cool. <laughs> we just gonna buy this bitch. Yeah. Now what? Yeah. So I think that's what we kind of need to do, man. I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a very, very big fan of dismantling the system from within the system. That's like I, I go, I hundred percent. I support things like that a hundred percent. So shout out to them. Shout out to Diddy. You know, I know you're not gonna buy the, the team, Diddy. We know you can't. But just for even, you know, that glimmer of hope you gave us, because sometimes the symbolism is all we need. Speak in. Speak. Watch him buy it now. I mean, Cause I hope fucking because somebody told him no. Yo, if he if he could somehow convince this the the NFL, the other NFL owners that's Sean Puffy Combs, man, to allow him to to vote him in so he can buy the team. I'm with it, right? And also, I guess we can call this the Black Excellence Report. Lavar Ball, right? I'm a big fan of the Big Baller brand. Shout out to Lavar Ball. Shout out to the Ball family. He came out and said that he's starting a junior league for you know college players who don't want to go to um college and play in that system he's starting a junior league for them to come there he's saying he's he, he's saying they can come there play he's going to pay them up to ten thousand dollars so they can come play and then go to the nba right so now a lot of people don't like lavar ball right just because he's now i understand the criticism he gets because he's a he's loud arrogant as fuck mm. you know he talks a obnoxious amount of shit which I you know I, I can respect that but I also get why people don't fuck with him but you know I don't know if he can really pull this off because number one if he does have the finances to pull this off if he can give every potential college student up to ten thousand dollars to come play ball in his league if he has those finances if he has a, a if he can't if he has anyone to back him on that level or even if he has the money himself i i'm with it do that but on the other on the other side of that i don't know if that listen we're gonna make something clear right now right when you fucking with these systems you could do a lot of shit mm. right they don't care about us protesting and 
getting upset and outraged. They care. They react when you fuck with their money. Hell yeah. So with, so with LeVar Ball even proposing this idea with Diddy, with all these other black entrepreneurs and black investors threatening the establishment's money, you got to be prepared for the backlash. Now in LeBron, now in LeVar Ball's case, let's just say hypothetically, right? He does get this thing off the ground and he starts pulling college kids away from the NCAA, right? Now there's a there's like a pipeline from high school to college to the NBA, right? Because a lot of these kids go from high school, go to the NCAA, play in these D1 schools. They make all this money for these schools. Mm. The schools don't get these players to die. The players can't even get any type of endorsements at all or they're going to be kicked off the team. So the, these players come in, make the, make the school all of this money. That money helps the school, helps line these, align the coaches' pockets and the dean's pockets and all the academia po- pockets and all of that. And then... It, they go from there straight to the NBA, which is just free as which was free ad, advertisement from the NCAA to the NBA, right? So now you in, now you insert Lavar Ball into the equation. He's cutting out the NCAA as a middleman, which essentially is fucking with their money. So if he could somehow, so if, if he does pull this off, and college kids realize, okay, well I don't have to go. To this college school, or I can, or I do, or I can go to this college, but I don't have to play ball for them. Mm. I could just go to get my education, and I could go play. I could go play ball in Lavar's league and, and still make money. And still make money. You're fucking. The, you're fucking with the the the, the systematic the systematic structure, right? So with that, I support that because. It's been like I, I don't like the NCAA and how they treat college students and just making money off the backs of these kids and these kids can't do anything to make any type of money in their likeness at all. I don't support that shit at all. On the other hand, if he if LeVar can pull this off, it's gonna be a lot of fucking heat from that. They not gonna the NCAA and even the NBA not gonna take that shit lightly. So, like I said, I hope he I hope he can do it. I hope he has the funds for it because that would be a very very dope um attack on the um the system. But even if he doesn't pull it off, you know, I was having a conversation the other day. I think with what Lavar's doing, with with Diddy's doing, with all of these um black I guess celebrities, I guess. Even if with them making these proclamations of, yo, I'm going to do this, I'm going to buy an NFL team, or I'm going to start my own league, or I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Even if they don't do it, right? I think the symbol, the symbolism of those, you know, of those statements are radiating through the culture. Because when younger black kids see you know, these people that they aspire to be making these moves, it puts the seed in their head like, yo, maybe I can do that. Or maybe I maybe I can start my own league. Or maybe I can buy an NFL, t- NFL team one day. I don't have to play by these rules. So it's like, it's getting the wheels turning of these kids because that's who's going to really fuck up the system in the future. Yeah. It's these kids. And with them seeing like, no, I, I can do that. Oh, damn. Oh, that's not far-fetched. Oh, damn. That's not um, foreign. 
It's yeah. not a concept yeah. I can't. Yeah, this is I can readily like, identify. Right. So I mean, this is it's something that these kids need to see, and even if they don't do any of this shit, and even if it's all talk, you know, yeah, it's, it sucks that they're all it's all talk and they can't do anything, but it's spark. It's gonna spark the mind of someone younger to where one day they will be able to do that you know we can even these these things are creating practical conversations that we that we can have about okay well if he can't do that let's create a plan of how we really can't do that because we got we got to start from somewhere man Mm -hmm. we got to start from somewhere you know we got to keep our integrity with this and dismantling these systems um speaking of keeping your integrity so Joe Buttons Joe Buttons unemployed what Jersey City's on <laughs> what happened he got fired from <laughs> everyday struggle damn how that happened man so I, I don't, I'm, all this I, sometimes I really don't believe all this shit happens within a week because mm-hmm. it feels like years yeah between episodes really but you know Joe Boyan got fired from everyday struggle um due to I guess creative disputes and from compensation issues you know he was on his podcast saying that you know the the complex didn't want to pay pay him or dj academics properly for all of the attention that the show has has gotten right Mm -hmm. and i agree with him because nobody really gave a fuck about complex until joe buttons had a show there mm-hmm. and no error and nobody really still doesn't give a fuck about complex unless joe buttons on there so you know he was saying that there was that as an artist you know with integrity and him being someone that isn't going to play by the corporation's rules and you're not just going to misuse him and abuse him and and tell him well, we pay you whatever you want. You know, he walked away, which I think is dope for creators to see mm-hmm. because he walked away like he walked away from Migos. Right. <laughs> Trump so, the mic zip. So like it, it, you gotta you gotta show these young creators that you can have integrity and you know still create dope content. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to give everything away just to make a buck, right? So Shout out to Joe Budden for doing that. Nobody's gonna watch Complex now because nobody's watching that shit before. So, fuck Complex for that. Um, on the other side of that, DJ Academics is um being laughed at again because okay, let's. I don't know if y'all know who DJ Academics is, right? DJ DJ Academics rose to quote unquote prominence from being on YouTube making videos about how all of the how all of the Chicago rappers are killing each other. Like the nigga has YouTube videos just basic basically you know instigating a lot of the Chicago, a lot of the Chicago beef. Now anyone knows how real it is in Chicago? A lot of gang banging shit. Niggas is really getting shot over there. DJ Academics perpetuated a lot of that bullshit from exploiting Chicago's, you know, gang culture mm. and just the the wild shit that's going on in Chicago. He made a name for himself off of that shit, right? So he somehow parlayed that into a job at Complex um, across from Joe Button. But within the midst of Joe Button leaving all this shit, right, he... Okay, so with all he, DJ Academic does videos on Twitch. Just I don't listen, man. I don't understand these niggas at all. He does videos on Twitch, right? So he was doing a video on Twitch, talking about how these niggas is hating on him or whatever, whatever. And he don't be thinking about these niggas. And he brought up DJ Zamero. I 
fuck with DJ Zamero. Mm-hmm. If you know who DJ Zamero are, you understand that these are two probably of the funniest niggas on the internet right now. <laughs> they funny as hell. And they are like master of roasting and snapping on you, right? They got wind of it. They smoked DJ Academics on their show. Smoked them, right? They smoked them so bad, DJ Academics went back on Twitch, (laughs) made another video saying, yo, why they talking about me? I don't care. But this nigga was crying and his voice is breaking up. Who was crying? Academics? Like, it's just, come on, Academics, man. Like, we got to get these culture vultures out of here, man. If you're not going to help the culture, if you're not going to promote good things, you're not going to promote the, 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 the positive shit in the culture, get the fuck out of the way. Like, DJ Academics made a career of exploiting all, exploiting all the negative shit in our culture, right? Then his ass gets roasted, now he's crying, he's crying on Twitch. Get the fuck out of here, man. Get the fuck out of here! Get the fuck out of here, man. Nobody cares about you, DJ Academics. We're fucking here. You know what? I have good news, right? I'm switch gears into some music shit. I have good news. I don't have any what happened to this week. Good. <laughs> I do have, though, what I'm not listening to. Okay. So, Quavo and Travis Scott put out a collaborations album, right? I want us to leave collaboration albums in 2017. Stop it. We don't need collaboration albums. I don't like, I don't know who keeps telling these people, like, yo, yo, we put. We should do a whole album together, yo. I don't need Future and Drake. I don't need Young Thug and and Future. I don't need Travis Scott and who the fuck ever. Like, I want us to leave collaboration albums alone. Just stop. They're not good, okay? With this Travis Scott and Quavo album, the only thing that that showed me about this it's called honcho some shit i don't know who cares the only thing it showed to me was that i don't want to hear a solo album from quavo travis scott is dope Straight up. i fuck with travis scott Straight up. he's a dope artist Straight up. Straight up. he has his, his production is dope he, he's he's dope i fuck with travis scott quavo though nah man i'm good man i just like i just stay with the Migos. you need to rap with the Migos at all times, all times. I don't want you doing anything by yourself. Don't even hint that a solo project. I don't know. Just leave it alone. The whole that whole album is like mid. It's a mid grade album. It's not trash. It's, it doesn't fall into the what happened to category. It's just a bunch of mid. Man. It's just a more like a a why. Just mid a why mid. Why album. you do it? Why for, mid for album. what? It's just. I just you know, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave it like okay, this is the end of the year. A lot of bullshit music has been coming out. I understand people probably gearing up for 2018. That's fine. I'ma let shit go. I'm not gonna get too mad at y'all. I just want y'all to do better. Meanwhile, Chris Brown just released another 105 track EP. <laughs> he probably's working on a thousand track album right now. So y'all need to stay woke because Chris Brown is out here working. <laughs> stay woke. He's he's wide awake. <clears throat> cocaine will do that yeah too. cocaine will do that it's a hell of a drug so but you know I'm hoping for the best in 2018 what I do re- uh, recommend y'all listening to Gucci Man dropped an album called El Gato or something like that mm. listen Gucci I am a Gucci convert right 
I didn't believe in all the hype of Gucci coming up. Cause you know, like, like a lot of my cousins down south would tell me like, Gucci man is that nigga, he's this, he's that. You know, you gotta fuck with Gucci. And I would just be like, eh, Gucci's all right. He, I just thought he was always crazy. Right, that too. Mm-hmm. But with, um, in recent years, I've become a believer in Gucci man. He's like, he is the trap god. Because mm-hmm. once Gucci gets into these pockets, mm-hmm. he gets into these grooves, mm-hmm. and the nigga's unstoppable. Mm. Like, this project is proof of that. It's just pure, unadulterated, good trap shit. Mm. So if you want to work out, or if you just want to destroy the speakers in your car, <laughs> this Gucci Man album is for you. Okay. I highly suggest this album. It's really fucking good. What's it called? Uh, El Gato. I El think. Gato. El Chavo. I don't know. Just it's go to Apple or Spotify. Google Play is there. It's there. Gucci Man, his latest release. You know, I'm not good with the particulars. Y'all know that, right? Now, with this being the last episode of 2017, I just want to take this time to um, I want to thank y'all, man. I want to thank y'all. I know everything is while the show is still fresh. You know, I really appreciate the support I've gotten so far. You know, we're going to take this thing all the way into 2018 with the same energy or improved energy, you know. So I just I really want to thank y'all for all the support we've gotten so far. You know, it's been um, if you've been listening since the beginning, I think it's like what, the 13th episode? It's 13. You know, thirteen within thirteen episodes of this, and you know, it's been a process even getting to this point, and it's a process every week, making sure this is out. You know, so I want to thank you, good brother Frank, for doing what you do. I want to shout out the Wolf for doing what he does. Shout out to A Boogie. Shout out to Peach. Shout out to my family. Shout out to my friends. Shout out to everyone who fucks with the show and listens. Like, it means a lot, you know. So, you know, I enjoy doing this. I enjoy y'all enjoying this. I'm going to keep doing this shit because I fucking like it and y'all like it. So, well, shout out to you for being a trooper and, and coming in here and doing what you do. Man, you know, I just, for the culture, man, as the good brother Combat Jack would say, you know, doing it for the culture. Um, But yeah, you know, this is the last episode of 2017, man. I just want to say thank you to everyone. Um, If I forgot you, like, my bad. I feel like I should start shouting names out like the inner tracks on fucking albums. You know, I think you know, so just be 4,000 names on there. Like, y'all know who y'all are, man. I can't name all of y'all. But thank you. You know, it means a lot to me. Um, Shout out whoever you stalking. Like Chris Brown. (laughs) Yo, hold on. Shout out to all the um, last minute shoppers like me. Listen, man, I have a problem. I wait till the very, very, very last minute to go Christmas shopping. I have a, I have a problem. I don't know why I do this shit because malls and stores and anything like that on like 
Christmas Eve or the day before Christmas Eve is a fucking zoo. Yeah, it is. And I do this shit to myself every single year, and I don't know why. <laughs> I have a problem. I need support. I I try. I, I tell myself I'm gonna get help, and, and you know what? <laughs> and it's when, funny. Whenever I go shopping, I'm gonna just invite you. Yo, bro, listen. And every year I'd be like, you know what? I'm gonna get my shit early this year. I'm gonna get all the gifts out the way early this year. And you lying? That shit is a dub. Yeah, so you lying? I'm gonna just take you to the mall. <laughs> yeah. what, like I'm gonna pretend it's random. Then I'm gonna hand you something. And I'm gonna say you should buy this and just stare at you blankly. Yeah, just get. I just need to. Get, I need, you know what? I need to do my Christmas shopping in like August. Mm-hmm. That's the only way it's gonna get done on time. Shit, do it in January. Yeah, cause last year I did it like Christmas Eve. <laughs> like I'm, t- I'm, I'm terrible, man. I'm terrible, man. I'm terrible, and I'm sorry. I apologize. My family knows me. Y'all understand how I am. But next year, I'm probably lying. But next year, I'm gonna try to make it better. But in the meantime, in between time, you know, in between rhymes. Like you know, thank y'all for again, thank y'all for rocking with the show thus far. And it's like dope that y'all listen. I fuck with this a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, thank you. But you're gonna end on a good brother, Combat Jack, you know. Dream those dreams, then man up and live those dreams, because a life without dreams is black and white, and in universe flows in technical and surround sound Bow. i mean it's gonna happen i'm not gonna stop like like going back to what i said before there is nothing i've ever done in my life that i'm as passionate as what i'm doing right now with my radio show at this point in my life i could do this shit till i die like i really love engaging with people i love you know like like i remember talking with mano and just feeling that when he got to a point where it wasn't the bluster, it was like a very honest Mano. You know what I'm saying? Or even last week with um Cormega or whoever, like the whole, you know, like I spoke to Prodigy. Like I I'm still a fan. So here I am now talking to cats that I've listened to for the past 10, 15, 20 years at their most honest. And and I I don't want to do anything else. I don't want to do it. Like I tell my wife, it's like my wife is tired of this shit. She's like, nigga, you need to get a job. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what, I, what the fuck I'm gonna do right now. This is, I'm a, I'm not going away. I'm not going away. And it's also thrilling that I've been doing this shit for two years with no support. And, and just the like, like Just Blaze is on our show. Be like, Just Blaze is having a good time. Just Blaze is a fucking cheat code. Just Blaze, I think, has a fucking teleporter in his toilet. Like, the motherfucker sits down and boom, he's in China. Like, this motherfucker has all the shit at his disposition. But I love it when Just is sitting there and he can just be like Justin. You know what I mean? And I, and that, and I, I mean, it's like this safe haven for like fucking grown men to talk. That shit is the best shit ever. It's like, so. And, be, and I've seen this before. I've seen this before. I remember when before, like, I'm, I'm older than y'all, so I remember when Cass was... The only time I had passion for this was when hip-hop started, when nobody was getting a check. Nobody was getting a check, but motherfuckers would be writing and cutting and this and that, and it's the same shit. I remember when Puff wasn't getting a check and he was running around creating his hype, it's the same shit. I remember when nobody was fucking with Rockefeller and Jay, and we was knocking on doors and nobody was fu- and they would not stop. This is that same shit. So I, I can't stop. You're going to have to shoot me. 
to stop. I can't. This is what I'm gonna do. It's not. It's not stopping, Internet. It's not stopping.